Welcome to another episode of the Courtside Takeover Podcast. We sit here with somebody I like to call the leader of the new school, man. Y'all know he been he been running the AAU game for a while now, man. He got the he, head coach of Oiler, got the Oiler position. Congratulations if I ain't get enough to tell you, man. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here with Coach Trey, Trey D's. What's going on, man? Oh, man, bless. That's breaking news, man. I, I wanted to say that for this, to be honest. That's kind of I've been the coach down there for a couple months, but I kind of wanted to wait till I was able to go on the platform. And ain't nothing better than this right now, so I appreciate you having me. Man, no, sure. no, no doubt, man. So uh, how the process been, man? I seen you. You say it's been a grind, man. How that process been for you? You know, man. it's like well deserved. It's been a while. For sure, for sure. Like, man, it's been a long process. I mean, it was you know, it was a few bumps in the road. Obviously, you know, life happened. Things happened in life. Man. Uh, like I talked to you about, you know, me being a young guy, me being a new guy on the scene, it kind of took over the way I did. It rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, so I wasn't able to have um, a, a lot of leadership and, and people helping me get in position. But, you know, God, I made no mistakes, man. I was, I'm still able to get here, so I'm thankful. Yeah, that's true. I really believe that. Now, do you think a lot of people was envying you just because of your AAU success? I think that has something to do with it, for sure. I mean, a lot of guys around here you know they're doing this for a long time, you know, Wish they was, you know, had the short-term success that I've had. Like, and I'm the type of dude, man. Like, I, I learned from everybody in a different way. You know, everybody before me here in our city, I kind of watched. You know, me, I played. I'm a student of the game, so I kind of seen everything behind the scenes. So when I became a part, I was a, I was a lot more ready than people expected me to be. Um, so, man, I'm just blessed to be here, man. It's been a long journey, but still got a lot more work to do. I haven't, you know, I'm a very, very humble dude. I haven't, you know, I just knocked off a few little things off the checklist, but I still got a lot more things to do. Yeah, that's true. Now, how do you think AAU success translates into high school basketball success? Man, great question. Well, I think, you know, for me, it's about me personally, my personal own, I'm not going to say ego, but mindset is, you know, anybody can coach, you know, a lot of great talent, right? And that's what right. you, at the level I'm at the AAU, on the Mikey YVL, you know, all of my kids are, had Division One prospects are now coming to Oiler Division Four school, a school a school in the inner energy city that hasn't never really had a basketball program. So right. it's somewhere for me to be able to create it, um, really focus on development and, and teaching them kids on and off the court about life. So I'm excited about it, man. I mean, all of my AAU experience and traveling and being around high level basketball has definitely prepared me for this situation for me to kind of bring it back to the city that I'm from. And kind of, you know, I grew up downtown. Oilers and Lower Price Hill around the corner. So definitely a neighborhood that I'm very, very familiar with. Kind of go pour all of that that into that community, man. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Now, how is the – um just, just how the process being just practicing through COVID? You know, it's been a hard time just getting the boys together. You know, you're a first-year head coach over there, yeah. um, as we said. Yeah. So how that process been it's for you? It's definitely been an unusual first year for, you know, any high school basketball coach. Right. Um, because of the rules and limitations, you know, it's kind of been hard with the school schedule, getting all the kids in there that you would want to have. Like, we only got a varsity team. We only have a JV team. Right, yeah. Because, you know, the number of kids and cases and, you know, some parents scared to allow their kids to play, which is understandable. So it's definitely been a challenge, but, man, it's, it's kind of been part of my journey, man. Like, nothing really goes as planned for me. So it's just another thing for, you know, for me to really lock into the kids that do come and commit and try to just pour everything I got into them and we just kind of build from there. What are what what is a kid getting going to Oiler? If a kid listening to this podcast, what do they expect? What type of system are you? What type of coach are you? If a kid wanted to come play for you? That's a great question. Well first and foremost, you can't play for me if you don't play defense. <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. That's, that's that's number one. Like because I tell my kids, I tell any kid, 
defenses and the skills and choice. It's a mindset. Yeah, yeah. You got to want to defend. I mean, that's really it. If you're hard in mind there, you know, that's step one. So, realistically, you know, you come into a new environment, obviously a young coach who, who's up to date with kind of what's going on in the community, in the basketball world. And, and I think I have a little bit – I got a little knowledge on what it takes to be successful um, at an early age, obviously, with the kids I got. Um, so, you just come in, man, your skill development, school work, that's, that's number one. Honestly, that's step one. Got to be able to do your work in the classroom order. Got a great academic structure. Um, they got a lot of different types of programs. I got kids on my team right now, juniors and seniors, who got scholarships to UC for engineering mm. programs and all of that. So, Oilers are really, really slept on school, to be honest. I mean, it's in the, you know, it's in the, it's in the middle of uh, Lord Price Hill. So, you know, you ride past it, you see the community, you won't think much of it. But it's a really a community, you know, the, that school, the principal, the athletic director, people in the community, they really locked in all together and trying to do what's best for the community. So, to answer your question, you're going to come down there academically, you're going to be on point. Uh, we're going to sit down, we're going to have a plan on what you want to do with your future outside of basketball. And then on the basketball court, just be prepared to work like you never worked. Um, I'm a very big strength and conditioning guy. So my mm-hmm. guys in the weight room, we running, we conditioning. And then the defensive part, you know, offense, uh, a lot of, we run a lot of motion, um, move the ball a lot. We just play good basketball. I mean, we just don't, you know, I think we're going to shock people years to come with, with what we're getting ready to build down there. Yeah, I think so, especially with you at the ham, just you know, just younger, just bring that more energy to the boys. And I think just with the whole, like I said, you're the leader of the new school. You know, been running the junior high scene for a long. So with you, your focus, your passion, and your recruiting, I, I, I'm looking forward to see what older can become. So um, we see you with Rayvon a lot. What's that relationship? Man, it's like my little brother, you know. So, you know, his brother, Randall Griffin, we played together in middle school. He and you played together in high school. We lived together for, for a certain period of time. So. Right. I've been knowing Rayvon since he was a baby, so that's literally my little brother, and it just happened, you know, like I said, it started off with God to make no mistakes. It just happened to be in this situation where, you know, I'm coaching AAU. He's a kid up and coming. You know, he's been around me, so we've been working for a long time behind the scenes, and, you know, he's blossomed to be who he is, and he's still got a long way to go, but that's definitely family, for sure. How's it like seeing his growth, though? So you say you've been around him so long. Like, like, did you know, did you see this explosion coming? Honestly, yes. Um, I definitely seen it. Once I seen how fast he was growing at an early age and how athletic he was, I, I knew he was going to be special if he put his mind to it. It's definitely still, you know, mind blowing to see him become who he is, get the offers he's gotten at an early age, and, you know, being around LeBron James and all of that stuff that we can only imagine about. You know, he's able to experience that at 15, 16 years old. So um, it's definitely been a. It's. It's. I'm. I'm grateful to be a part of his journey, man. And, you know, we put a lot on ourselves, me and his brothers, and you know, people who in charge of what he do to to, to make sure he gets to where he needs to get to. So. What do you got to say to the people that say you got the oiler job because of Rayvon? Um, I mean, well, Rayvon in tenth grade, he went there two years ago. <laughs> right. So, um, I think the relationship definitely was built because of Rayvon. I'd be lying. You know, I started going down to oiler and helping those kids initially because I was around him and I was able to. Be relationship with the school and other kids, and you know, even after he left, I was still down there helping out. You know, um, so it's a, you know, some twins down there that got, got a chance to be special. They juniors, so I've been helping them out for a couple of years. So I've been involved with the community and the school for a couple of years now. So you know, I mean, people gonna say what they want to say. So. Right? Yeah, yeah. So how can you um, how can you use like this first year oiler just as a learning experience overall? Just as as a coach, as a first time head coach, and just 
being that you coached the AAU circuit so long, had a lot of success, how can you use this older experience just to get better as an overall coach? I mean, it's definitely going to help me. You know, you only the small market more. school, you know, yeah. people say it's a small market school. So how can you use this? Because you, you may face a lot of adversity your first year. Oh, I, I, I'm expected. I, I, want it, I want it to be like that. I don't want nothing easy, man, because, again, I'm building this from the ground up. So it's going to be adversity. We're going to struggle. You know, when you're building the culture, you're going to weed out people who, who can't handle it, you know, all of that. But I'm looking forward to building, man. I mean, I, I'm. this is kind of what I've been doing on the AAU scene. I, I built it from the ground up. And I'm just now doing the same thing at the high school scene. It's really no different for me. I'm a little more wiser, uh, older than what I was when I started the AAU, but it's still going to be a challenge. It's still going to be a challenge. But me, I love the process. I don't, I don't, I don't like overnight success. Or you know, a lot of people yeah. just starting to see this. But I've been doing this. I've been building this since 2016. So right. it's like just still just part of it. Now I'm at the high school scene. Just part of it. it's going to take years. I'm not expecting out the gate because of who people think I am or whatever for me to come in older and have overnight success like that's not life that's not that's not realistic but i am looking forward to being there long term and making oiler you know a small powerhouse for the small schools that's that's one of my goals is for oiler to be known across the state as a powerhouse division four school and i'm gonna make that happen for sure good go good go what's your relationship like with all the other coaches in the city we know you're great with the players what's your relationship like with the coaches um young coach is great i mean the young coaches the vibe the, the energy with all the young guys you know, a guy like you who got an upcoming podcast, like, you know, we all rock. We all talk sure. each other for playing and being around each other. You know, I try to get game. I try to help people, put people in position as much as I can. With the older guys, not so great. Um, really don't know why. At this point in my life, really don't care. Instead of respecting yeah. it for me, I'm, I'm not a disrespectful dude. But, you know, I'm, I'm me being this new guy and me, you know, kind of taking over the scene. I mean, because that's really – that's just really what it is. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be my job to – everybody else that come up after me or people who along with me to make sure that we positive with each other. Like this stuff ain't that serious. It's basketball, it's dealing with kids. We ain't getting paid millions of dollars. It ain't that deep. Like, mm. you know, that's all try to be on the same page. We're gonna be competitive. We gonna talk trash and all that. Like that's cool. But at the end of the day we should be about the kids. Shouldn't get personal. It shouldn't get out of hand because it's not that serious. So um with the young guys it's great and I'm looking forward to continue to build that. These older dudes, it's kind of is what it is at this point. So yeah, I think um, I just think a lot of I think a lot of people <clears throat> use basketball to be relevant. Like you yeah, know, sure. like right so it's like it ain't even yeah, sure. it's about the kids. But I think a lot of people use this to keep to keep their relevancy. Very true. Like so, Very true. like I was just um, I had a problem with that. Cause, like I really do it for the love of the game. Like yeah. I never made a dollar coaching, helping yeah. now, yeah. um, nothing. I don't even make a dollar doing this. Yeah. I do yeah. it because I love it. Yeah. Like. And I think yeah. some people just ulterior motives be messed up. Like, yeah, it ain't, like yeah. you put it right on the money. A lot of people, they aren't anybody without this. Yeah, like, facts. You know, yeah. We got our own lives. We still, you know, got our own things that we do outside of basketball. So this ain't. I don't. I've learned to not let this stuff get get caught up in this stuff because it will mess up your mental. You know, it bother you because it's like, man, like for me personally, you know, I went through a process of like, wow, these people don't like it. What did I do? I don't yeah. do nothing to nobody. Like it ain't yeah. that serious to me. But I understand how the world is and, and where we come from, and I just kind of had to change my mindset. So, how, how your relationship like with the players? Do they, um do like? Cause I know it's like, um, it, it's a lot of it, it's a lot of coaches that do a lot of j j just just a lot of um. I don't want to say sneak this, and I don't want to use that as a word, but it's it's a lot of coaches that away a lot of players' decision. Do you think that it, do you think that it messes with your like your recruiting process, just and just your relationship with players? Nah, because what it what it's gonna be is 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 players gonna play for 
not the school name, but for the coach and who they believe in. Like that's that's just what it is. So for me, like these other coaches, these other people, they gonna say what they are gonna say. You know, Oiler, small school. You know, Coach D, he too young. He don't know enough. But another kid, another player who's had success for me, gonna tell him the real. So that's yeah. what they can listen to. Like you know, what I'm saying they can go to a kid like Rayvon or a kid like Metman, go to Hughes now. Who you know, I still rock with. Like for me, I don't care what school you go to. That's another thing about me. I'm I'm willing to help any kid who, who needs help if I can help him. Like yeah. that's just how I was raised. That's how I came up, and that's just how I am. So that's helped me too because even kids who don't even play for me no more, I like a kid like Metman. We still got it. That's that's the kid I talk to every day. Yeah, and he knows it's bigger than basketball for me. And I told him that when I met him, and I. I kept my word to to this day so kids gonna kids gonna go off of what they hear from their peers and what they see like a lot of people can say whatever they want to say but they're gonna see with me that it's bigger than basketball and, and how i'm coming is real so i'm not really even worried about it i'm just worried about doing the best that i can through this COVID season which is gonna be difficult for them kids to get better down there i'm not even going to be honest with you i ain't even gonna, i ain't even looking forward to doing too much recruitment Man. i'm believing in we got lost in our city of just mass recruiting and trying to get yeah. transfers every year. I ain't doing that. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm true. on a record for that. Like, yeah. all the kids you're going to see me with is going to be kids from down there. If the kids want to come down here, that's cool. Come on, yeah. yeah. But I ain't breaking my neck for you because we're going to build, we're going to develop down here what we got, and I'm going to rock with the kids I got. I didn't sign up for me to go try to recruit every kid in the city. Like, I ain't doing that. Yeah, like, that, that do get lost in the art trying to yeah. build with the build with the end, developing the talent you do got, and just trying to yeah. make stars out of nothing. You watch all these CPS schools, and I'm just calling how it is. I told you I was gonna do this, and I can't do it. Yeah, a lot of the freshman JV games are terrible. Facts, yeah, because they nobody teach and nobody develop. Varsity mm-hmm. games be cool, but you might see a new kid on on three, four different teams throughout his high school career. Yeah. Like, that ain't I ain't come up like that, man. I ain't come up watching basketball like that. I believe in strictly development. Like, you know, this ain't UK or Duke where you over recruiting like this ain't this how these yeah. dudes try to make it, like you said, to stay relevant, yeah. but it ain't that serious. <laughs> like, build with the kids you go now. Obviously he ain't getting it done, then it is what it is. Yes. But yeah. get that kid a chance, work with him, develop him. Like, you know, treat him like he's somebody else. Like mm-hmm. so that's 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 the culture that we bring in that order is we development from the ground up, from 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 Fourth grade and up, we in the gym, we working, we developing. All them kids know me now. You know what I'm saying? Like they know my face. I'm in the gym with them. Like I'm really putting everything that I put into the AAU stuff into order. I mean, yeah, then that um, it, it, it probably it, it could get the best out of a player too. Just knowing your that player, it could be a because I me mean, these these players know their talent. So it could it could be a player that that might not be on how nobody radar, but you probably got the best out of that player, and probably got something out of that player another coach probably couldn't get or true. didn't see in that player. Very true. So yeah, that is true. I think a lot, lot um, it get I get lost in the art of just building from the ground up. Now, what's what's your team expectations for either this year? Like, what, what do you expect y'all finishing? <laughs> to be honest, we're trying to win the league. I mean, you know, we in a small division with CPS, with yeah. Gamble with CCPA, Riverview East, Performing Arts, um, Spencer. I believe that's it. I could be missing somebody. So it ain't going to be easy. Me, Coach Bruiser, ever again, we got a great coach and staff, got a great team. CCPA got a new coach, Coach Reggie. Uh, you know, so it's going to be competitive, man. Yeah. But that's just the mindset that I'm pouring to my kids with preparation. I mean, you know, winning the league don't start. It didn't start now when the season started. It started a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I took the job and we all sat down in the room, we decided that we was going to do this. So if we don't win the league, it's cool. But that's that's our goal. I mean, we we, we want to win the league. We, we kind of know what the league we, we kind of know what the league looks like and what to expect. 
Um, so we just preparing. You know, we got a nice schedule. We open up Saturday and get from College Hill. Um, so I mean, we just preparing to try to compete in the league, manage and make a run during the tournament. If you knew what you knew now, what would you tell yourself seven years ago? Seven years ago. Right before you, right before you got this whole thing, before you decided to just even get big and take everything serious, what would you tell yourself? So seven years ago, we were just twenty twenty. Yeah. In the military, right? Yeah. So, man, I I wasn't even thinking about coaching no basketball. Last, <laughs> you know, I was going to sleep with things for a minute. Yeah. Um, man, but patience. To mm. be honest. Okay. I mean, like to be real, because I'm, I'm, you know, people who know me and people who listen to this know that I'm real. I've tried to do a lot of things overnight, like which is why I said start off what I said is now just being patient, yeah. understanding it, and really understanding the word process. Like everybody want to talk about the process, but you got to really understand it. Like it's no overnight to whatever you're trying to do in life and, and be successful at it. I didn't have short term success, like so I know what that feels like. But now in my life at this age, I look for long term success, which takes patience. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> patience and, and, and being consistent. Patience and reputation. Be consistent on who you are and what you do and having patience with it. With even with the kids that older. I expect us to win the league, but if we don't that in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I understand that if we get better, if we look a lot better from Saturday to the last game of the season, I did my job. Kids got better, their confidence higher. So now going to I don't have any seniors, by the way. So now coming into yeah. next year, we're gonna be you know, we should be where we're gonna be at. So now nah, answer your question. Patience and repetition, being consistent on who you are and what you do, living your life by a routine. That's another thing. I'm, I'm sure you know that at this point yeah. in your life, live live by a routine. Wake up at the same time. You got to just, it's going to be hard. It ain't easy. Like all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um. Nah, that is true. I noticed that a lot. So a lot of people don't know. Well, a lot of older people don't know, like around my age, your age. But a lot of these young guys may not know. Yancey Gates is your big brother. Yeah. So how, how you think he helped you just watching him play growing up, watching his experience? Like, how do you think that helped you be a better, like, basketball player, best, better basketball coach, and just overall just better man? Yeah, it definitely gave me a different insight that, you know, most people wouldn't have, you know, him being my brother, him having the sense that he had in our city. You know, um, I got to experience a lot of things at an early age that transitioned to my coaching like, that I didn't even realize, like, you know, with Ray Vaughn. I've kind of seen all this already with Yancey, so I kind of yeah. seen some of the stuff that he did or didn't do, and I'm kind of pouring that into him. So it's definitely been translation. He's been he's been a big help, you know, behind the scenes, you know, talking to Rayvon, being in my life, just kind of making sure everything is everything. So it definitely has helped me, no question. Yeah, I'm going to get into my takeover segment of the day. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. You can answer them as you can. So we're going to start off one. What is the best basketball shoe to play in, in your opinion? Say it again. Best basketball shoot to play in, in your opinion. Best basketball shoot. Me, 11s, George, to me. You got you. Okay. Most comfortable. They really last long for real. Definitely. 11s really don't really mess up for real. No, nah, they don't. Yeah, they always me, looking tight. I mean, you know I'm a shoot guy, so. Yeah. I'm some 11s, though, if I can. No question about it. Narrow your principles down into three words. Um, Consistency, reputation, and patience. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> Best high school basketball player you ever seen play in person? Man. Can I, get, can I do like a top three? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, give me what you get. for sure. Okay. Amani right. Bates. People are mad about that, but it's true. <laughs> Man. Amani Bates, definitely the best 16-year-old I've ever seen in my life at this point. 
Um, I guess I gotta go. Yes, I go. Yes. Okay. 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 Now, how has basketball impacted your everyday life? Um, or what have you learned from basketball that you can apply to your everyday well, life? What I tell my kids, man, basketball, sports in general prepares you for life if you if you taught it the right way. You know, being challenged, being able to rise through adversity, uh, being able to to think on the fly. You know, me placing, especially me being a point guard. You know that being able to think and adjust in life on the fly. I definitely, you know, from basketball to military, you know, even me going to the army. If I didn't mm-hmm. play sports or play basketball, I don't think I'd have been as prepared as I was going into it. Um, so I think sports in general, not even just basketball, but sports in general, if you taught it the right way and got the right principles, definitely can prepare you for life and how to live and how to, you know, adjust and all of that. So, If you had a chance to coach one player, who would it be in the city? Man, you asked me some good questions. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, Jakarta Stone. Mm, good one. That's a good one. Jakarta Stone. Yeah, me too. I don't know if you even know that. Yeah, Chicago can go, man. Like you know, me being a PG, like I see the thing about point guards, <clears throat> you can't you can't create point guards. You got to already be born with a certain type of mm. different. You know what I'm saying? Mental, yeah. like good point guards. You know, right? Yeah, like, yeah, right, right. People who really take it serious, you got to be born with that. Yeah, like, I felt like I was born to be a coach without even knowing that. I was mm. born to be a point guard. and didn't you know what I'm saying? Like no they they, you, they do say point guards make yeah, good coaches. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. they always like, say that's that. real. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying because you yo. You gotta know every spot. You gotta know everything that's going on. You gotta think yeah. this whole stuff happen. But you kind of stone for sure. That's a good yeah. one. That's a yeah. good one. Last but not least, if you could have a dinner with five people dead or alive, who would they be? Rich Paul, that my man. Good one for sure. Um, LeBron James, but I believe that's gonna happen sooner or later. To be honest. Good one. Um, Barack Obama. Hmm. Two more. Stephen A. Smith. That's a good one. Right, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kobe Bryant. Mm, yeah. That was a good one. That's a good one. I appreciate you for joining me, man. It's yeah. been good. That was yeah. good. I feel like I learned a lot. I was into it more <laughs> than I was worried about. Yeah, so that was good, man. I appreciate you joining me, man, for sure. Happy we got out to it. Get got around to it, man. Perfect time. For sure. And it's the Courtside Takeover Podcast, man, and we out.